That one, year number four. It's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels. Let's all sit back and enjoy a chat about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 267 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels coming to you from toasty warm Sandusky, Ohio. We got up to 30 today at Celsius. For those of you here in the U.S. that maybe don't do the uh, conversion, that's about 92 degrees. Uh, at least that's what it was in my car on the drive home. My dog did not like it. We took a much shorter walk today. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to be sitting down to go through my tips where we're round 12, the first of the bye weeks with uh, my mate Mick Aussie from MickAussie.tv. Now, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget that if you are interested in having your local footy club get a shout-out during an upcoming episode, or you want to reach out to me and get in touch, you can do that in a number of different ways. You can do that via email at ayankonthefooty at gmail.com. You can send me a message on Facebook at ayankonthefooty podcast, or search out my name, Craig Wessels. On Instagram, a yank on the footy, or at yank underscore on on Twitter. I, you can also head to my website, a yank on the footy.com as well. You'll find everything you need there related to the podcast. My blog is there. I've got some great blog posts. I uh, also have an opportunity there if you decide you want to leave a review for the podcast, which helps to give me street cred. It's not necessarily going to get it uh, out there in front of more eyes in terms of generating more traffic on uh, Apple Podcasts and such, but it gives me some legitimacy to be able to share that uh, positive review, or I guess, to be completely honest, if I got a negative review, I would probably share it as well, because I'm not trying to, you know, first of all, I'm hopefully not getting any negative reviews, but hopefully, you know, if you like the show, you'll tell me about it, and you'll tell others about it, because it'll get more people to tune in, and I love being able to highlight the local clubs throughout the, uh, the course of the season. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be get, jumping into our round 12 tips in a moment, but of course, this is time for we get into our club of the episode, and our club of the episode are the Surfers Paradise Demons of the Queensland Australian Football League, and this club was founded way back in 1962, a year before I was founded. I guess technically I was founded in 1962. Uh, fun little story for you. I don't think I've ever told you this one on here before, but uh, I had this epiphany in class... Uh, one day, I'm a school teacher, about 20 years ago or so, we were talking about the Cuban Missile Crisis. And I was doing some math in my head. And I realized that I was born almost nine months to the day after the Cuban Missile Crisis. So I had this epiphany in front of a classroom of, of high school sophomores, of 15, 16, 17-year-olds. I had come to the realization that I was one of those Oh, what the hell, the world's going to end anyway, babies. Because we were going to, you know, be involved in a nuclear conflict in just a matter of a couple of days. And I'm here. Of course, my parents, they always denied that. Um, but uh, it makes for a really good story to tell. But if you do the math, and I'm not going to tell you the date, but if you do the math, it's almost spot on accurate there. It's within a couple of days. So if I had a long fuse... That's accurate. So again, the club of the episode, the Surfers Paradise Demons. And this club uh, has been around uh, since their inception. The senior side has captured 10 premierships and 10 runners-up runners up positions. And this is the club where current Lion Dane Zorko and former Brisbane player, 318 gamer with the Lions and the Bears, Marcus Ashcroft, the father of current Lion Will Ashcroft, plied his craft before moving on to the AFL. Now last week... 
The men's senior side knocked off Merchidor 85 to 81, while the women's senior side knocked off Broadbeach 22 to 20. And really neat story that I saw on their Facebook page is one of their 15U players, Jake Callanan, and I hope I'm pronouncing Jake's name per- correctly here, who's playing for, it sounds like a statewide or, or regional-wide uh, South Coast 15 year old club has been named to represent the state of Queensland, which it, from what it looks like, this is a huge accomplishment for this young man. And he looked absolutely stoked by the, uh, the award that he had, the, the big plaque that he was carrying and the medal that he had been awarded for this. So, uh, Jake, I wish you all the best. And I think some people mentioned your name as being JC in the notes. So Jake, I wish you all the best when you get involved uh, representing the state of Queensland. And I know a few people in Queensland and they're going to be proud that you're representing them. Now, before we move on, though, on Friday, the 9th of June, from 6 to 9 p.m., and I had to do the math on this because Facebook told me that it was at 4 in the morning, but that's 4 in the morning, my time. Uh, the club is hosting their sportsman's dinner featuring uh, larger-than-life characters, as they put it, Brendan Favola and Darren Booth Lehman. Now, I'm not that familiar with Mr. Lehman, but I have heard the name before. Uh, as, it's, as they said, Feb is one of the most recognized uh, one of the most effective AFL forwards of the 2000s with his incredible marking and goal-kicking abilities, and we'll be sharing his insights and experiences with us. And that's not all. We'll also be thrilled to have Darren Bufflayman, former Test cricketer and Australian cricket team coach, join us for an unforgettable, unforgettable evening of sporting stories and banter. In the evening, we'll have a three-hour drink period. I'm, I'm guessing you don't have to drink the entire three hours. At least I'm hoping that's the case. And a two-course buffet-style dinner. I wish I was in Queensland to enjoy this. Um... I'm going to be off from work, although I'm starting my second job, my summer job, here very soon. So make sure that you get your tickets for this as the event is sure to sell out. And I do want to wish the Demons all the best going forward in 2023. Now, last week, I think I had a slightly better week on my tips than a lot of people did, but I still managed to go 5-4. and four. The games I missed out on, well, three of these clubs are... You know, clubs that have been towards the eight or in the eight. I missed out on St. Kilda. I missed out on the Bulldogs. I missed out on Brisbane. And I missed out on Geelong. And uh, one of the Facebook groups I'm in online you know, has a thing where it says, you know, put a GIF in the, uh, in the thread to represent your club. And I put a picture of a donut. And I said, well, the hole in the middle of the donut represents our midfield last week because it was non-existent. So. Let's go ahead and jump into my chat with Mick Aussie. We're going to go ahead and go through the tips. Now, I will let you know I am recording these on Tuesday evening slash Wednesday morning in uh, Melbourne. So Tuesday night, my time. I am going to be on the road uh, Wednesday morning. So Mick and I will not be able to record on Wednesday night or on Thursday like we typically would. So we're going to go ahead and record these early. So we don't have the teams announced as of yet. So we're going to do this based upon our best uh, speculation as far as who's going to be playing. So let's go ahead and jump in with Mick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am thrilled to be joined by my mate, Mick Aussie, and Mick is coming to us uh, out on the road there. And uh, Mick, how are you doing today, sir? Yeah, good, mate. Always lots of news and mid-season draft. That'll be a little bit interesting, but the Cubs only get $10,000. They lose the player. That's not cool, is it? Yeah, yeah, I and and just a, a thought here, and I'm just tossing this out here. Is there any chance, or and and I don't know if this has ever happened. Has there ever any been anybody that has been taken in the midseason draft that actually went on to play that very weekend with the club that drafted them? I don't know about that weekend, but there's been a couple that have played 
quite well yeah. during the next 12 rounds or so. Right, I right. Know that. Yeah, Yeah, because I know that the uh, the Swans, it's sounding like the Swans may be picking up two or three players in the, the draft this evening. So, because uh, I think right. they put they put Patty McCartan on the uh, unavailable list for the rest of the season, which, you know, and again, I, I'm not my place to say that, you know, anything about that, but uh, I wish him well and hope he gets healthy. But uh, did you total up how you did on your tips last week? But I had maybe the worst week ever. I went, yeah. I can't believe I may have done this once before. I got three out of nine. Most people only got four at the tops. A lot of people got three or four. It I got five. Crazy, mate. It was, I got, you got five. Good on you for taking some roughies. Yeah, yeah. It's gone crazy, hasn't it? That was, that was, uh, that's, that was Hawthorne and Sydney that did that for me. Uh, right. Yeah. But uh, I was, I, I I mentioned earlier in the, in the introduction of the episode that one of the different discussion groups on Facebook, it was, you know, it's always like, you know, post a GIF of how your team went this weekend. And I just put a picture of a donut on there. And I said, you know, <laughs> for the cats, and I said that, that opening in the middle of the donut, that's where the cats midfield should be because there's nothing there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully they're going to get a little bit back this weekend. So, yeah, we've got, so we've got seven games and, and we've got a couple that I think are going to be, top-notch games um unfortunately and, and well and one of them i think that you know quite frankly it it may not even be as good a game as it should have been and it's it's the cats game because i think there's a better game on tap this weekend than the cats and bulldogs so you ready to hop in and uh and we'll look you know we don't as i, I mentioned earlier in the episode we're recording this on tuesday night our time so we don't we don't have the ins and outs, but we can at least look at the uh, the injury lists and hear, see who's probable and who's likely to be back. But the first game this weekend, you've got Melbourne hosting Carlton. What are you thinking on this one? Oh, you know, Carlton, they're an absolute disgrace. One of the committee guys quit or whatever or mouthed off afterwards. But get this, they kick six goals, 15 behinds. No wonder you damn well lose when you can't kick for goal. And Harry Mackay, I heard he signed through till 2030. My God, that's a bit of a worry. I'm picking the Demons, mate. I have no trust at all in the Blues. They are an absolute mess, a disgrace. I don't really care because I grew up with them being the rich boys and the fancy college boys and lots of money, so... I don't really care. Demons favored by about 19. I think they'll win and probably beat them by more than that. Yeah, I'm I'm going with the D's on this one as well, but the D's have lost two in a row. They they've looked very vulnerable the last couple of weeks, but I think they are less vulnerable than Carlton. I think the, I think the wheels are falling off of Carlton and and I don't want to say that it's voodoo, but I put a couple things on social media this week and I said, you know, I'm I'm tracing it all all back to that day in September of 2021. Um, and, and, it, and I think it began there, you know, they got to with, and I did t- find it funny where some people were, were posting online, you know, that last year Carlton supporters got their hearts broken in the last moment of the last game of the season by missing out on finals at that point. And at least the club was being nice enough to them now by not putting them through that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've followed this for all my life and you haven't, but yeah, they, they used to be the proud, arrogant club, but that was twenty years ago. So I've laughed at them for twenty years, mostly. Yeah, it's uh, it is, 
it's almost like they can't get out of their own way because I mean, I think, I think you probably thought that this was a club that was going to be competing for a top eight spot this year. And, and they may still get there, but right now they're, they just look in rough shape. Yep. You got to yeah. keep the coach. They've, they've had so many coaches. They've had like nine coaches the last 20 odd years. I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, I had somebody that was a guest on a previous episode that that said when he was hired, that reached out to me on social media, it was not part of an episode, but reached out to me and said, he is not going to do a good job. And I defer to them because they know infinite, they know infinitely more about the game than I do. Uh, but uh, I, I think that the the chickens are coming home to roost on that one as far as that goes. So we then head down to the Adelaide Oval. And I have to ask you, having grown up in that area, uh, is it going to rain every weekend the rest of the season there? Because it seems like it's just you know coming down in buckets every game the last couple of weeks there. That it's just you know you. It's amazing that it's just as wet as it was because it poured last week for the. I was watching the Brisbane and, and Adelaide game today, but we've got uh, Port Adelaide hosting Hawthorne here, and Hawthorne's won a couple in a row. This has been an impressive side, but they're going to be without their captain James Sicily. I'm pretty sure he's suspended this week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, he, yeah, they reckon he had one of the greatest games ever as an intercept defender. He, he really is a good player, but he oh yeah, he just does stupid things, doesn't he? But yeah, well, I, that? Like, go ahead. They kicked the last five goals against the Saints. Like I went to bed with the Saints up, and I, I actually didn't check the score Saturday morning. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't find out till Sunday morning that the Hawks won. I'm going, oh no, another one. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I, I just had a hunch with them and I don't know. Well, you know what? And, and actually, actually, you know what? I remember I, I said on the, I did a live episode Monday and I, and I tipped the Hawks. So I guess I went four and a half or four and five as my, as well, because I, I said for on Monday that I would go with the Hawks. And then on, on Wednesday, when we, you and I recorded, I went with the saints and I, and I, and I did a mea culpa. I put a little video up on social media saying, you know, Hawks, I should have stuck with you. I'd have had the balls to stick with you there. I'd have gotten that one right. So I guess I went four and five rather than five and four this week. But yeah, I, I'm going with Port in this one to win it by less than ten points. I think it's going to be a really close game. But I am, I am kind of glad that James Sicily did what he did because the team I'm playing this week in my fantasy league has James Sicily on it, and that means he's going to be out this week. So that works out well for me. Right. So well. I'm going to go for Port Adelaide to win at home. And, yes, it does seem to be raining more in Adelaide this year than past. But, hey, countries like Australia, we need the rain. So unless it's major flooding, right, the right. rain is mostly a good thing. They're favoured by 37. I think the Hawks might get a bit closer than that. But aren't they going along nicely, the power? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Second I, spot. Yeah, and it, you know, and I don't know if they're going to be getting anybody. Yeah, they're – they're locked in. They're a game clear in the second spot right now. And, you know, it, uh, you know, Boke is a test. Dixon's a test. Uh, Marshall's a test. So they may be all back this week. Um, possibly, um, you know, they're going to have to show that they're fit and ready to go, but it's, you know, they may get some of their, their, their big guns back this week, which can only help Port Adelaide. And that, and that, that is becoming an impressive club to watch play football. And it, in, in many ways, they're starting to remind me a little bit of Collingwood last year, winning a lot of close things. Yeah, well, hope it doesn't last. I know you don't. I know you don't. But uh, 
But if if it well, I guess maybe I know the answer to this. But if if it can't be Adelaide, is it okay if it's Port Adelaide? And I think I no, know. The not answer. really. Okay, no, not that's really, what I thought the answer would be. I do, I do respect them and like them a little bit more after living away from Adelaide for twenty five years, and I get a little bit sick of the Melbourne arrogance. So I kind of like Port a little bit more than I used to. Put it that way. Yeah, well, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, and and you know, and, and the state kind of has to stick together. I think, though. No, and not the, really. <laughs> well, not but really, okay, yeah. yeah, I guess yeah. That's you know, Browns and Bengals. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that one there. Okay. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about here, as we're figuring out. So. We head back out to Optus again, and the Eagles are home again this week. They are hosting the top of the ladder, the Collingwood Magpies. And the Eagles were more competitive this week against the, the Bombers than they had been in recent weeks, but I, I don't think that necessarily matters a whole lot. And I was wondering, is this a week where the Pies rest a couple players? I mean, I know they're going to have the their bye week coming up in, I'm not sure if there's this next week or the week after, but they could they could double up on rest for a couple of their veteran players. And if they've got any kind of little tweaks or injuries, they could get themselves healthy going into the second half of the season then. Yeah, but you don't want players like to keep playing, getting in the routine, unless you do have injuries, of course. But yeah. no, the Eagles, I mean, what, they kicked four goals the week before. They kicked six goals last week. Like, just disgraceful. Allen's doing okay at yeah. four goals. But, your boy Majacek's doing well again. Another three goals. Big Mason Cox kicked a couple. Jordan to go. He's having a great year. Magpies are favoured by sixty-four. So now you might be right. They might rest a couple or get you know a bit uh, lackadaisical near the end. So the Eagles might cover that, but no, the Magpies won't drop that. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I think the Mag. I I think the Magpies are going to win this one overwhelmingly. But I just. I know because I, I know the cats started were able to do that a little bit last year when they ran out to the lead that they did on the ladder that they were able to you know rest some key players throughout the season to make sure that they were you know getting healthy now the the pies aren't as as old a squad as the as the cats were last year um but speaking of the cats we've got the bulldogs hosting the cats at marvel and it looks like uh, the Cats are going to get a little help back this week. Not, I don't know if enough yet, but uh, Gary Rowan's going to be back in. Uh, Jack Bowe's back in. Um, Radaglia is going to be out, unfortunately. And Dangerfield may be back. It sounds like, you know, he if he, he's been training that uh, to try to get back up to where they want him to be. And it may be this week or it may be the week after the bye, which is coming next week for them. Bulldogs are getting Trelore back this week, but they're pretty healthy. Uh, what are you thinking on this one? Well, I'm thinking if the Cats have got the bye next week, there's no way they'll risk Dangerfield. That's just my thought. Um, wow, your Cats, they lose three, then they win five, then they lose another three, and they're going for four losses in a row, mate. That's not too good. I'm going with the Bulldogs. They're favoured by six and a half. Bit of a rough loss up there in Darwin to the Suns, but I suppose they're mm -hmm. going to hand it to the Suns. Trelaw's a big in. I think the Bulldogs will win at Marvel against your boys. Yeah, and I, I, I hedged, I hedged on this a little bit. I, I, I am tipping the Bulldogs as well by seven, but if Dangerfield plays, I'm going to flip that and have it be the Cats by seven. 
Wow. I, I think because I think what's going to happen is is if 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 he's back in, Gary Rowan's going to go up forward with with uh, Tyson Stengel, and I and you know I think they're going to be able to plug in Bose, and uh, I think they'll bring Brad Close back into the midfield as well because that you know he's a bit of a a, a ball hunter. And, you know, is, is a pretty decent tackler, even though he's a little bit light in the pants. He's not a big guy, but they need somebody because, you know, I have not been impressed by Brandon Parfit at all. I mean, I'm I'm at the point right now where I'm thinking, you know, can they, you know, can they, if they use their pick, you know, in the uh, draft here, can they, you know, bring back Quentin Narkel, you know, who's nominated to be, I think, in the draft and may get picked back up by somebody here and might need to plug him back into their midfield, their midfield as well until they start getting some people healthy again. Yeah, well, they might want to do. They might want to do something like that. But if Dangerfield's got a hamstring, correct? Right, right. Yeah, they won't risk that, mate. With a week off next week, you can't risk the hamstring. You gotta, you gotta yeah. be right, and then give it another week when it's right. Because you ping that again, he's out for another month. So right, right. I'll be very, very at surprised least, if you're at least another, in. Yeah, at least another month. Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna slide a little farther down the ladder here, and and I guess you know the. I hope now is can they get into the in, can they get into the eight and 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 quite frankly I don't know, you know because we got you know we got one of the clubs we're going to be talking about here that that last week played their first of four games the rest of the way against the Eagles and the Roos, uh, you know so we head up to Teal Stadium and did you ever get to play on the, on that turf? No, I, it got built a couple of years after I was there, so okay. I played in the old. It was the Gardens Oval, downtown Darwin. It was fantastic. It was really a great atmosphere. But then they built the new stadium. Okay. Oh, I think two or three years after. Okay. Well, both of these clubs, you know, you've got Gold Coast hosting hosting your Crows. And both of these clubs are coming into this game pretty healthy. You know, the the, the Suns are still without Tuke Miller. Uh, but both of them are, are, are pretty healthy. Now, I'm going to ask you, since you're – you're from the Adelaide area and you played for a while in Darwin. Are the, you know, the, this is the second game in a row for the Suns up there. And I believe they stayed in Darwin this week, if I'm not mistaken. Is that, yes. is that, yes, is that, they did. Yeah, is that going to give them a significant advantage having climatized even further in Darwin and, and your, your mob heading up there this week for the game? Oh, look, I don't think it's that big a deal because Darwin weather is crazy over Christmas where it's very humid uh-huh. and hot. And, and then the wet season comes in like January, February. But before January, February, it is very stressful and crazy. But this time of year, I believe it's quite nice, a little bit warmer than down south, of course. Mm-hmm. They talk about the ball being slippery. I'm not sure. Is it good to stay away from home for a week or two? Maybe the young lads all bond a bit closer, but maybe they sneak out a bit more as well. So it's hard to tell. It really is, mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going with the Crows in this one uh, by 10. I just think, I mean, this is a, this is a, you, you're supporting, you, you, you support a really, really good club. And that club is, um, is very solid. And I heard somebody, uh, I was listening to the, uh, oh gosh, it's like the, it's the, the podcast that's done. It's the show that's done right after, uh, like bounces. I think it's called the first take that's on Fox footy, uh, that they do, uh, right after bounce is done. Um, and you know, they, somebody on there mentioned 
the other day that uh, that they thought that the uh, that the um, crows were a lot like right now that the crows were a lot like Richmond in like 2016. That they think they think the crows are ready to make that leap, and they then they think you know they were raving about Matthew Nix and that that you know that this is a club that is primed to win a premiership in the next couple of years. Yeah, I think you're talking. I think I did hear that David King, the yeah, that's who it was. Melbourne guy, went on a big rant. Now, listen, the Crows are up and down. They've got hardly any injuries, which is major benefit. Right, right. I've swapped my pick. Initially, I went for the Suns because of the fact that they won up there last week. Uh-huh. I'm actually, I'm actually going to tip the Crows because I think we have the endeavour and the small guys very hard at the ball, a bit more than the Suns. I mean, Rao's amazing. I know yes, that. Yes. But we do have a we have Pedler and we have a lot of great little players going hard at the ball. But that said, if Rory Laird is out for the week and doesn't overturn that sling tackle, that's a big loss because he is a gun, Rory Laird. Good point. Oh, close to pick. I think I will pick Crows. But don't forget, they did get a bit lucky last week because the Lions kicked 10 goals 18 and kicked one goal nine in the third quarter. So it was a good win, but Lions kind of blew it too. That's true. That's true. But it's, it's, I think, like I said, to me, to me, you know, even though, you know, you got Carlton and the D's playing, you got the Cats and the Bulldogs. To me, this is the game of the round. I think this this is this is this is the best matchup of the weekend. I think, to be completely honest with you, and that's yeah, you know, I'll and again, to, I'll, have, I'll have to watch it Sunday morning. It comes on at three thirty my time, so I won't be up that late. <laughs> you don't you don't go to bed early and then get up uh, get up early. Oh, I kind of blew it Saturday night. I stayed up a bit late and watched the crows. To a bit late, so yeah, I was kind of regret that. Oh yeah, I mean, last weekend I was up at, uh, I got up at five minutes until one, for the like the two thirty start of the Cats game, and then I went to bed at halftime of the game uh, the following morning, which was at around one thirty in the morning my time. So I was up for around twenty four and a half hours before I went to bed. Well, that's crazy, but there's one difference. I tend to have a few beers and you don't. So well, stay well, okay. Well, that, that there you go. I yes. A, I, a couple extra I shouldn't have had. Yeah. Well, I, I do, I do the coffee instead of the beer. So that's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm one of those, I'm one of those strange people that, 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 uh, that watches my footy having, you know, drinking coffee, having a banana and, uh, and eating oatmeal. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> just a bit, of, a bit of a strange combination. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of you know oatmeal pies being you know sold at at, at the MCG. So, well, <laughs> let's uh let's head up to the next game. We've got our sixth game out of seven this weekend. We got GWS hosting Richmond. Uh, the Giants got a huge win last week against the Cats. Uh, you know they uh, they they came. That's the third game in a row that they've won against the Cats in Geelong, which. Uh, I think Geelong might be uh, going to the uh, the people making the fixture next year and saying, "We'd like to go to Giant Stadium, or possibly can we go to can we go to Canberra instead? Maybe play a game there. Uh, just get us the hell away from get away from our own place, you know." And uh, yeah, Himmelberg should be back for the Giants this week. You know that the Giants, I think, are to me they're a better side than where they are on the ladder. You know they're four and seven. 
Um, but I think they're, I think they're a better team than that. And it's just, uh, and I, I don't know any club that's really going to want to to play them. Cause I, like I said, I just think that they are, they're a pain in the butt to play against. You know, they've got a lot of injuries still, but, uh, you know, sounds like Himmelberg's going to be back. Um, and looks like he's going to be the only person back in this week that's out. Uh, so Nick Haynes is going to be out for another week yet. Um, Connor Stone, another week or two yet as well. But, uh, yeah. yeah, we shall see. But uh, what are you thinking on this one? Yeah, tough one to pick, isn't it? You really don't know what's going to happen with the Tigers, whether the, the, the new coach can get something out of him. I see Bolton's playing better than he started off. He's a beauty, isn't he? Yeah. Taranko's doing all right. Martin kicked a couple of goals. But at home, I think I'm going to go with the Giants. They're favoured by two and a half. And Toby Green, isn't he a little champ? He, he, he controls that team. Good on him. Giants at home just, but I wouldn't be surprised either way on this I- one. I'm going with the Giants as well. And and this is a this is a great situation for the Giants. Because you think about it, they win, they get four points, and they also improve their position in the first round because they've got Richmond's first round pick next year. Right. So that's a that's a win-win for them. Um, you know, it pushes that pick higher if they beat the Tigers. So I think they're gonna be, you know, doubly motivated to do that. And 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 quite frankly, I think this is a club that is primed. What we're seeing happening this year with the Crows, kind of what we're seeing happening with Essendon, kind of what we're seeing happen with St. Kilda, although they've, although they've fallen off a little bit. I think we might see that same sort of thing happen with the Giants next year. I think the Giants yeah. might take that little bit of a leap next year. Yeah, just pity they don't get more people going to watch the games. I yeah. mean, you got to respect Toby Green for staying there, really. I mean, imagine if he was playing at a big club in Melbourne or Adelaide or Perth. Like, he'd be even more of a star. He's kind of a bit of a forgotten man up there or, a little bit. Or or even Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah, or even Brisbane. I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, he's not a, he's not a key forward, but, uh, you know, he, he think, how, think how well he would fit in with, with Cameron and, uh, and Danaher and, you know, and Hipwood, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sold on Eric Hipwood. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, you could, you know, Eric Hipwood, Harry, Harry Mackay, I think you could, you know, you know, Mackay, I know one, the, the, uh, the Coleman, but God, he has, he has got the yips. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he, he's kind of like the baseball player that, uh, you know, that, that can no longer, you know, you know, the, the catcher, you know, cause there were, there were players who were catchers who had to switch positions because they got something in their head that messed, messed with them so much that they literally could not throw the ball back to the pitcher 60 feet away. They could not throw the ball accurately back to the pitcher. So they ended up turning these guys into outfielders. Wow. Because they got this mental block where they could not get the ball back to the pitcher. Wow. It was, it was crazy. So last game of the round, because we only got seven games this week. Uh, I know Sydney's off. To, I didn't look at the names of who's off this week, but I know Sydney is off. I know that uh, St. Kilda is off. Fremantle's off this week, I believe, as well, which means that there's a fourth team, and it's escaping me as to who they happen to be right now. But we've got Essendon hosting North Melbourne. You know, the Roos played a better second, you know, better second half last week against the Pies. You know, they gave, they gave them a run for their money. You know, they weren't going to catch up to them. You know, Nick Larkey's having a phenomenal year. Uh, you know, the Bombers, you know, they've still got three games left. You know, including this one with the ruse 
and the Eagles. They play the Roos two more times and the Eagles one more time. And you've got to think that they're going to be able to bank those 12 points right there. You really have to think that. Yeah. Yeah, look, Bombers are, bombers are favoured by 31. I think Roos might get closer than that. I'll take the Bombers, of course. They're in eighth spot. I'm not sure they'll make the finals, but good to see for the Kangaroos. Greenwood got best player. He's been in and out of the side. He's the former Crows. Right. And yeah, Larky, he's a beauty, isn't he? Five yes, goals. He is. But what about Jaden Stevenson? Kick two goals. Wouldn't he be regretting mucking up at Collingwood, eh? Going yeah. from Collingwood yeah. to... North Melbourne, oh wow! <laughs> well, and you and you wonder though, you know, if if he still is with Collingwood, you know, do they are they making a deal to bring in a Tom Mitchell? You know, it's uh, it's you know, there's there's always that you know, one domino has to fall for another one to you know to get put in place to to fall later. But yeah, I mean, if you look right now, just you know, if, if the you know without moving into the other clubs on the ladder, if you just say that the that the Bombers are going to win those three games, you're adding 12 points in right there. That puts them at 36 points right there, which, you know, that's where Port is right now at second spot on the ladder. Now, you yeah. figure they're going to win some other games as well, but that, um, but I, I think that gives them a distinct advantage going into these last, uh, these last few, um, well, last couple months of the season here. I think that's got a huge bonus for Essendon. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people in the media they what are we round twelve? I mean, there's still yeah. half the year left. Right, they right. Start saying, "Oh, this team can't make the finals." Like, come on! Sure, it gets harder, but it's not like teams are out of it except for the bottom three and probably the Tigers as well. So, all that about must win is a bit of crap, if you ask me. Well, I'm I'm hoping that's the case because uh, you know my club's on the outside looking in. They're sitting. Uh, you know, a game behind, you know, your Crows, they're a game behind, you know, the, the, the Bombers as well. Now they, they do have a significantly higher percentage, but, uh, by about 10 percentage points, but, uh, they're still a game off the pace because they've, they've mucked it up a few times and, uh, will they get healthy? I don't know. And maybe, maybe they need to just, you know, slide down their ladder, ladder a little bit this year, you know, and, and reload in the draft, uh, going into next year. And, I don't know because again, I'm. I have not seen the club that I support being in that position where they've had to rebuild because you know from everything you know the cat the cats have not really rebuilt in the last, you know, decade and a half if not longer they've kind of just reloaded or retooled and have no, stayed. You'll be you know, right. You, you'll be right. You got some good young ones coming through, but oh yeah. I don't know. Look, look at the eight now. I think the Saints will probably drop out and maybe the Bombers. But you said they got a good draw, but. What about the Dockers? I mean, they've, they've come very good. Yes. So I reckon the Dockers, yes. the Dockers might end up making it too. Yeah. And I still think this, I think the Suns are still going to make a push, Gil, because Miller's going to get back. The big problem with them is, is percentage because they're, you know, they're 10, they're 10 points behind. Um, you know, they're a game behind, they're four points behind, but they're 10 percentage points behind uh, the number eight team in, uh, in Essendon. Right. You know, so it's, you know, that, uh, and again, I'm not saying that because I tipped them at the beginning of the year to play finals. And I, and I, of course, keep in mind, I didn't tip Collingwood to play finals this year. I think I had them finishing 12th. I said they're not going to win those tightrope games like they did last yeah. year. Yeah. Boy, yeah. boy, did I, boy, did I dick that up a little bit, huh? <laughs> Good Lord. A percentage of 133. They won seven in a row. Yeah, Wessels, you know what the hell you're talking about. She go back to. <laughs> It's a damn shame that I don't know any of the players' names on the on the Cleveland Guardians anymore because uh, maybe I should go back to following baseball if I'm that screwed up when it comes to this sort of thing. 
Nah, it's boring, Baseball. Don't worry about well, it. Well, I, I again, I, I love the game. I just hate what they've done to it. So, yeah. Mick, before yeah. we wrap up, man, where can people find your work and what have you got going on and what have you been doing lately? All right, uh, MickOzzy.tv, M-Y-K-A-U-S-S-I-E.tv. AFL section's updated every week with the show I go on. New York Sports Grid TV is 810 Eastern, so you'll find that on Sirius XM Channel 159, sportsgrid.com, lots of places. And, yeah, episode four of my cricket TV is coming out, so it's a lot of fun as well. And it looked like you had a pretty good matchup this past weekend there. What was that with? With cricket. I, I saw you had some footage there. Yes, I go out and I film two or three games a weekend and then and interview some players and got the cricket ball out. And I was asking CFL fans if they knew what the cricket ball was. So, I yeah, did I did right. see that. Yeah, because you, you had somebody that had a uh, a Browns hat on at the game, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> that was funny. So this, this lady's wearing a Browns hat and she got a boyfriend there, a husband. I said, mate, is that your missus? He goes, yeah. Apparently she said, after I left her, she goes, I can't believe that guy laughed at, laughed for like 10 minutes at my Cleveland Browns hat. Huh. I said, I never see him up here, and plus you're a Browns fan. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, keep, keep in mind, though, you know, f- from where I am in, in Sandusky, Ohio, I am only about eight miles from Canadian waters in Lake Erie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, we, if you head straight out, where you're about you're about eight, maybe ten miles away from Canadian waters, and you're you know you're about fifteen miles away from being uh, at Pelee Island, which is a huge island, uh, a Canadian island in the uh, in the middle of the lake. <laughs> so not not all that far away. I mean, we actually we actually have downtown, you know, because I'm right on the water. We actually have a uh, um, a station there, you know, where people have to go through customs. You know, because we have a we have a ferry boat that goes back and forth between Peely Island and here, so we have we have a, a United States Customs Service agency right in downtown Sandusky, which you know Sandusky only has about twenty five thousand people. We're not exactly a, a booming metropolis, but we're yeah, we're uh, we're we're growing. Well, right. we're getting a lot more stuff downtown. But hey, man, um, I hope you have a fantastic week. This has been an interesting week. Uh, uh, Eleven, you know, again, the cats are just you know they're they're disappointing me, but you know, I'm. I didn't think that they, you know, that the, the midfield just did not show up for them this weekend. But I, I am so impressed by how your 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 uh, crows are doing. I I can't bet but be nothing but impressed with the the magpies and the way that they're playing as well. I mean, it's just a it's a fun club to watch play. It's it's almost like watching uh, you know the, the 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 color of the jumpers is so appropriate because it's it's almost like they are a a a pod of orca killer whales that just go out there and hunt in a pack <laughs> and just and just attack all over the ground. I mean that the, the color combination is so fitting with uh with what it is that they're doing out on the ground and, and Craig McCray has just done a phenomenal job with that team. I I'm I'm so impressed with them. Yeah, all well, those bloody magpies when you're running or rolling blade and they can be real bastards because they come and swoop your head. So they're not all good, those magpies. <laughs> well, fortunately for me, I am not coordinated, so I you'll never see me. Uh, we we've talked about my skiing uh, ineptitude in the past there, so um, you're never going to see me on rollerblades. I try to I tried to skateboard once, and uh, that didn't go well either. So, <laughs> well, hey man, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Uh, get some sleep so you can get up and watch your team live. 
<laughs> no, wait, not at 3.30, mate. Oh. But I'll leave you on this note. Always try and say something at the end. you got to kick your goals. Like, five teams lost because they didn't kick more points than goals. Like, you've got to practice, practice. Get someone to coach your technique. If your technique's out, it's like golf. You've got to get your golf technique right, then practice. Same with Aussie football. Get your technique right and then practice, practice, practice because bad goal kicking costs you games as we saw on the weekend. So, I, yeah, think you're, yeah, I think you're right. Too, Yepper. Cheers, Mick. I'll talk Thanks, to you soon, Mick. man. You bet. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Mick Aussie from MickAussie.tv for coming on. Mick, I truly appreciate it, man. I, uh, I love you taking time out of your day. Love chatting with you, man. You've got some great insight. And you are involved in so many different activities with regards to footy and now with cricket and with Canadian football as well. Now, ladies and gentlemen, remember that you can find everything related to my podcast over at my website, yankonthefooty.com. You can get on the mailing list so that when new episodes come out, they're in your inbox within a few minutes of when it gets released. Uh, If you want to leave a review, it would be greatly appreciated. It would be a huge help if you enjoy the show. you could tell other people about it because that lets me share it with other folks as well if you want to help out the podcast monetarily you can click on the buy me a coffee button uh you can leave a voicemail over there if you'd like to as well if you've got an idea for a guest and i am going to be doing a number of interviews here very soon once i get back from this extended weekend i'm going out of town uh my son who's an officer in the united states navy is getting promoted to his next higher rank uh, so this is going to be an opportunity for me to to see that and actually get to visit his ship for a short period of time as well. I'm looking forward to that. I served on two different aircraft carriers. He's on uh, a different type of ship. So, again, like I said, if you have an idea for a guest for a podcast, please feel free to reach out and drop me a note. Again, you can also reach me at yank underscore on, on Twitter or to yank on the footy at gmail.com. All of my socials are linked on the website. Ladies and gentlemen, please look out for one another. Check up on your friends. Make sure they're okay. Tell them you love them. Check up on them again. Go out for that coffee. Go get that snag at Bunnings. Get out to that local footy club this weekend. Go see a local footy game. Support those kids. Support those young men, those young women that are playing. Have a wonderful time. And if you need to talk to anybody, those numbers are in my show notes as I put them in there every week. And ladies and gentlemen, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 267 of A Yank on the Footy. Again, thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you'll share the episode with your friends and family. Oh, one last thing. Uh, you can also click on the Redbubble, the store page on my website as well. I do have a couple new stickers up on the uh, website that I put up last week. Uh, one of them was actually a quote of one of my followers on Twitter who said something that I thought was rather, I don't think profound is the right term, but I rather enjoyed it. Uh, and so I turned it into a, uh, a sticker or heck a t-shirt, even if you're so inclined. Uh, and those of you who picked up t-shirts in the last couple of weeks, I do truly appreciate that. I actually had three, I think I've sold a total of five t-shirts, maybe six. And I sold three of them in the last month, which is pretty darn awesome. So again, folks, I hope you'll share the podcast with your friends and family. And until next time, this is Craig Wessels and goodbye.